The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified. We are live in D.C. and have a great show lined up. I'm going to turn the microphone over to Todd so he can give a phenomenal introduction to our first guest, and he, we will get him Ken connected as soon as possible. Go ahead, Todd. All right. And always excited to do so. Ken MacArthur is an internationally respected business thought leader. He was selected by Fast Company as one of the 20 most influential people online. That is amazing. Ken's powerful call to action, the Impact Manifesto. You make a difference whether you want to or not, was selected for publication by Seth Godin's brainchild, Change This, which places his manifesto in the company of those written by Seth Godin, Hugh McLeod, Guy Kawasaki, Chris Anderson, uh, Jay Conrad Levinson, Tom Peters, Malcolm Gladwell, and Robert Scoble. Ken is regularly featured on television and radio shows around the globe, and his clients have been featured in leading publications, too. We're excited to have him as a guest and amplify his message today on Amplified. Please help me welcome Ken MacArthur. Welcome. Fantastic to be here. So you're going to be in our uh, neighborhood next week in Baltimore. So the first thing is I, I'm so excited that we're finally doing it. Yeah, we're doing an event together. This is so cool. So t- <laughs> Absolutely. We've been t- trying to uh, do these kinds of things for ages and ages and ages, and every once in a while we're in the same room together somewhere in the world, and we're going to make it happen again next week. Well, I think the topic of this event and your movie that we're going to talk about is so underestimated. Uh, people do not know what an impact they make in the world, and especially the fact that whether they do something or don't do something, that they're aware that they're actually having an impact. So uh, please share, first and foremost, how you came up with this and why it was so important to come up uh, to create it. Well, it's just it's just what I noticed over, over years and years of doing events. I've actually been doing events for over a decade now, if you can believe that. And I saw people being impacted. I saw people's lives being changed. Uh, we had a conversation with three guys on the couch that resulted in millions and millions of dollars worth of impact, but not only dollars, but thousands and thousands of lives that were changed. And I just saw that, that people have an impact. We had an event once where we asked people uh, two simple questions. The first question was, who's the person that had the biggest impact on your life? And the second question was, uh, what did they do to have that impact? And it was all kinds of people from all walks of life, uh, maybe a teacher, maybe a parent, uh, bum off the street they never saw again. But the common thread was that the greatest 
the person who had the greatest impact in their life was somebody that just gave them a kind and encouraging word at the right moment. That's something we can all do. And we have an impact, even if you don't notice it, because if you think about a mother, uh, if they do absolutely nothing with their child, what's the impact on that child? And not just that child, but every person that that child uh, connects with for the rest of their lives and on and on. So the cycle of impact is something that just hit me between the eyes. The fact that we think that we don't make a difference, but in fact, we're impacting people every single day. And it's those small seeds of impact that grow and grow and just have a massive impact in the world. So let's start off with uh, something very important. I talked to you earlier today, and you said that because you're coming into town and you believe in amplification of impact, that you're going to give some tickets away during the show. And so we're going to do certain cues in the show, and uh, you tell me when we got to stop giving away tickets, but we're going to give cues away so that if someone gets that answer on social media, they email it to me, that we, we award them a, a, a free ticket to the event next week. Is that correct? Oh, all right. Great. That's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the first question that would be worth a ticket is what was the biggest or who was the life? Who was the biggest person that had an impact in your life? In, in your life, and, in, and not, I'm not talking about the size of that person or how much they weighed. I'm talking about the size of the impact that they <laughs> Darn had Darn it, life. I was just submitting that <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, the real key is, is what did they do to have that impact, you know? Because we all have an impact every single day. Okay, so well, who was the one who impacted you to cause uh, you to even do an impact factor movie? We'll give that as the answer. Um, boy, you know, that's that long, long chain of impact. You know, I was talking about those three guys on the couch that was just an ordinary event, just like we're having in Baltimore. It was my very, very first event, and three guys sat on the couch. The three guys were Sterling Valentine, um, and the other guy was a guy by the name of Frank Sousa. And, boy, that, that was a tremendous uh, impact that seemed to have no importance at all at the time. It was just a simple conversation like we have every single day at these events. It's like, you know, what do you want to do, and how can I help you do it, you know? And we have those conversations every day, and we think that they don't have an impact. But the truth is that those impacts reverberate for years and years and years. Out of that uh, meeting, I, I did a whole series of events, and you can say the reason that we're on this uh, call right now is because we had that simple conversation on the couch that really didn't have anything special about it. So, you know, it's those little tiny, tiny things that just ripple down forever. Okay, and who are those gentlemen again? Well, the first one was a, a young man uh, by the name of Sterling Valentine, and Sterling Valentine was at the time uh, a uh, a DJ on the Spirit of Philadelphia, which is a cruise, uh, kind of a riverboat that goes up and down the Delaware River here in Philadelphia. And he was looking to, you know, create his own products online and to make a name for himself. Uh, but he actually had some brain damage. Um, he was being treated for ADHD and uh, couldn't seem to get a handle on uh, how to how to put things together. To, he had a lot of projects that were on the shelf, but he just couldn't seem to finish them off. 
and I offered to mentor him. Uh, we went through a 90-day campaign to help him, and he did over $100,000 in sales in 90 days. He built a list of 10,000 people, uh, more traffic to his website than uh, <laughs> than the White House during the Gulf, uh, the first Gulf War. So, um, so he got a lot of impact out of just that little relationship that we had, where we worked together to do things. Because when we work together, we can do so much more than we can ever do apart. Awesome. And, and the, so the second guy was a guy by the name of Frank Sousa. And Frank Sousa actually. Uh, went on to uh, become a dear, dear friend. Uh, he met uh, a guy by the name of Mike Koenigs at one of my events. Uh, they put together a plan on the back of a napkin and did a multi-million business, dollar business off of that. Uh, so you just never know where those relationships are going are gonna to go. Uh, we met as a, as a result of uh, the, the ripples off of that. So, you know... Um, you just never know who you're going to meet or what kind of an impact they're going to have in your life. And this is getting close on a decade later now, so <laughs> time flies. Sure, and we had a gentleman uh, from Russia. His name is Alexander, and I'm trying to actually think of his full name, but he was the one who rec- recommended we meet. He said, I got a connection for you. And he did say Ken Nection for you when uh, he did meet me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Alexander, uh, actually, we met at an event that Milana Lezinski did. You know, so that shows you the importance of getting out and going to events and meeting people. So uh, he came up to me. I spoke at that event. He came up to me and introduced himself and uh, became interested in what I was doing. And then he, uh, he met you in some way, and he connected the two of us. And we've been doing amazing things ever since. Well, he, he has been, uh, I guess, someone I knew at least three or four for years because he was just in the area. His name is Alexander Alperovich. And he told me about the Marketers Cruise, and I couldn't make it that year. And he said, Ken, that'll change your life. And so he caused me to go to the Marketers Cruise, and then he also said that the one person you have to meet, believe it or not, the one person you have to meet in life is Ken MacArthur. And I'm not kidding you when I say that. So <laughs> I called you. I was so excited about the. I was so excited about meeting you because not only the buildup, but the fact that I'd known him for three years. And he goes, "I know the perfect person you need to talk to." And we talked, and I think it was within I don't know three days or so. We were uh, meeting yeah, halfway. We met, in, in, we in, met in halfway Jersey. between Philadelphia and Baltimore uh, because New Jersey. we could get to. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Waffle House, right? Waffle House. Waffle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I and we and, and I had such a great time eating waffles, and you're like, "Geez, I don't even know if I need to be here any longer." So you left, <laughs> and I kept eating waffles. Yeah. No, but that that was that was the beginning of of obviously the first frequency of our relationship, and and here I've been following you, and when I learned about the impact factor uh, some two years ago, I volunteered to do the social media, and although honestly, it hasn't uh, it hasn't necessarily made. Uh, the, the impact I wanted to have for you, it caused the conversation to stay alive, and it also caused us to finally get to this pinnacle point that 2017, I'm going to be working with you a lot in this movie, and, and I hope to make a, a huge difference uh, in everything you're doing next year to include your events. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate all of your support, and, you know, it's it, it, it takes a, a long time sometimes for things to come into fruition. Um, you know, I'm doing auditions right now for the 
Impact Factor movie, and uh, just in the last uh, 48 hours, we've had over 1,200 auditions, and I think about all of these kids that are out there putting their life out there, you know, going for uh, going for the best that they possibly can, and all the energy and time that they put into it, and the odds of any particular part are, you know, pretty infinitesimal. If you think that, you know, literally thousands of people are competing for these few parts that are in the movie, and yet um, somebody's going to succeed out of that. And if you don't succeed on the first time, then then it builds uh, the relationships that you have, the contacts that you have, the experience that you have, and the giving qualities that you can learn to emulate uh, that are going to make uh, make you a success in life. I see uh, in these veteran actors that are coming in for some of these parts, you know, the, the call to go above and beyond the call of duty uh, to do things that you wouldn't think that they would do um, just to, in an effort to be the very, very best that they can. And they've been doing this for years and years. And you can see it in the success stories and the careers that they built out of that. And I think that's what we can do when we get out to live events is that we can meet those people, build those relationships that will have an impact for literally decades and decades to come. What's one of your favorite stories that uh, someone's going to have a part for in the movie? What? I'm sorry, what? What is, uh, what is one of the storylines? Uh, oh, uh, what's the story? The what is the Impact Factor movie about? Someone's- there's actually three movies that are <laughs> that are being built. Uh, we have a uh, a short film which is based on the Impact Manifesto, which I wrote for Seth Godin's project Change This, which is all about how you make a difference whether you want to or not, and we'll build uh, funds and awareness for over a hundred nonprofit organizations. The second film is a documentary that's based on some of the hundreds of experts that I've been working with over the last decade or so in how to get your you know, most powerful ideas uh, out to people that you want to so that you can actually have an impact. Because if you think about it, you, you talk about amplified impact. I talk about leveraged impact. It's really the same. We all, all have limited time and resources to work with, but if we can use those in a leveraged way, we can have so much more impact working together than we ever could alone. And so you and I are both trying to do those kinds of things. And the uh, feature narrative film is actually about a group of connected people within a five-mile radius of the of the uh, of City Hall in Philadelphia, and it tells the stories of impact as we connect and reverberate. Something along the lines of uh, what you might have seen in movies like Crash or The Grand Canyon or those kinds of movies which show an area and how people are interconnected and how they impact each other's lives in powerful, powerful ways as they try to have significance in their life because I think that that's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to be significant. We're, we're hoping that our lives here on Earth will matter in some way. And we do that by giving and sharing and and being as smart as we can about how we can apply art, science, and technology to the leverage and impact that we that we have uh, at our disposal. So that's amazing, Andrea. Did you want to uh, ask a question? I wanted to give you an opportunity to cut in. Well, yeah, I was. Um, I've done a lot of theater myself and, and tend to be around a lot of people. In fact, I'm leaving for the theater as soon as the show's over with tonight because I'm in charge of uh, makeup for a 
um, a musical. And uh, so one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, with, with your show and what you're doing with this whole movie and this whole inspiration um, for everyone is, you know, when, when it's all said and done and it's uh, through everything, I would love to see that you have, you know, basically what I call a cult following, that people are so moved by everything that, that there's so much push for you to keep going and doing more. So have you thought about that? Like what's after words already? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have, uh, luckily I've been doing this for a long, long time now, and i built up some amazing, amazing relationships with people like Ken. And um, so we have all kinds of things coming out as, uh, as a follow-up, because if you're going to inspire people to do something, you want to give them the means and the tools to be able to do that. So I've developed over the years what I call the Impact Action Plan, which is actually uh, what I've learned over the years to amplify your impact and how you can grow that impact in a powerful, powerful way. And I have uh, a, a wonderful group of people that uh, that help teach those in workshops and in live events. I'm doing over 30 live events this year. Um, and then we have an Impact Livecast channel that's coming up, which will feature you know, 24-hour broadcasts of people uh, teaching people how to leverage their impact, um, and we've got uh, we've got some amazing opportunities to uh, build. What I'm working on an impact foundation to help leverage impact within uh, uh, people that don't necessarily and organizations that don't necessarily have the method. Uh, and the the resources to get out the message about uh, all of the good things that they're doing in the world. You know, as my friend Joel Com says, uh, go out there and do the good stuff. There are lots of people that are doing good things in the world that need more awareness and need more funding for what they're doing, but that's not their specialty. So our foundation is going to be able to provide things like film equipment, like a production studio to be able to um, to leverage the impact that they have and to share the resources among each other so that uh, more and more people can have a bigger impact. Well, that, that tickles me more than ever that you said well, so that. We... That's always been a huge thing to me, the whole idea for a foundation. And, um, uh, Ken, are we, do we need to go to a short break, or are we holding it until 5.30? No, we're good. I just need to, I need to, cool. We need to cover a couple of things real quick, though. So, sure. first of all, Ken, one of the stories that you shared with me earlier uh, that really touched my heart was you said the the child that walks into the middle of the street and they would have otherwise been in a very serious accident. The person that is a bystander who picks the, the girl or the child up and saves them from harm, that, that child had the impact on the person that was actually standing by because that person then became a hero and had that person not been there, the impact would have been obviously the other way around. So that, that was one of the stories that uh, really landed on me that every single action we take causes either something bad or good to happen. So it's not like yeah. it's the, the world stays the same. It's changing always because of all the, the impact factors. Yeah, exactly. And people don't realize that you're going to have an impact. It's not a question about whether you're going to have an impact or not. Uh, you're going to impact thousands of people just by existing. You know, people who commit suicide, I did an event in Philadelphia uh, to help um, raise awareness of, uh, you know, preventing teen suicide. And most people who commit suicide do it because they think that their lives don't matter, that they don't have any impact. 
when the truth is, when somebody commits suicide, it has a tremendous impact on all of the people around them. You know, uh, parents. Uh, it has impact. Uh, you know, <laughs> even even if nobody knew who you are, somebody has to clean up the mess afterwards. And you know, we we have an impact just by our very very existence on thousands and thousands of people. But that impact can grow so much bigger because. Um, you know, most people don't realize how much impact they have because they don't measure it. Uh, and one day I sat down and I started measuring the impact. And one day I, at one of my events, I actually followed a chain of impact from those three guys on the couch. And it was literally people that were alive in that room because of the fact that we sat on the couch and had a conversation and because of the relationships that we built from that. And thousands and thousands of people were impacted by that. And the impact goes on and on. So if you measure your impact, I, I tell people just to write a, on a piece of paper and put uh, positive and negative on, on each side, plus or minus, and then just start listing the impact that you've had during the course of a day. And if you keep a journal like that, that will show you know the impact that you have. And if you actually compared the, the long-range results of that, you'd probably live your life differently because you'd realize that uh, the impact that you have already is just countless. And we're going to do some impact. Uh, we're going to do some impact experiments. Would that be cool? Sure. <laughs> okay. So one experiment would be uh, uh, whoever names those two people. I think I think Marsha Merrill actually just emailed me and said she was she claimed that prize. The two people that were on the couch. So that might be one person that's impacted. The the second one is uh, the gentleman that we uh, said connected us. Well, that would be one ticket. Sure. And where we met for the first time, Ken, that caused the frequency. That would be a, another ticket. How about anyone? that shares on the posting of the show a story of impact that uh, moves us. Can we, pick, can we pick two or three? Okay. Yeah, and then those absolutely. people would come to the event, and, and, and they may even have one minute to share that story that got them in the event? Yeah. Okay. So now, so now let's talk about your uh, uh, how people can register for the event because not everyone's going to obviously win a ticket. Uh, uh, we have well over a thousand people there. <laughs> I mean, it's just like your audition. We're not going to have all these. So, so uh, how do people purchase a ticket and tell us when the tic- uh, the event is next week? And yeah, the impact, the, the impact event is coming up really, really quickly. It is December 5th through the 7th and it is in Baltimore. Uh, so you folks are, who are nearby Baltimore can make it and those of you who aren't can fly in really, really quick. Uh, and uh, you can go to theimpactevent.com. We've got amazing people. I mean, people like Alex Singal, who just uh, wrapped up a $2 million launch. We've got Tracy Repchuk coming on all the way from Canada. We've got Armin Morin coming in. We've got Felicia Slattery coming into this event. Uh, we've got uh, Adam Urbanski, <laughs> Kellen Flukiger, uh, A.J. Poyden, uh, Brian G. Johnson. Uh, we've got uh, Brian Blisco, uh Trevor Toecracker Crook, and we even have the amazing Ken Rashawn. So you can't get what? any better than that. So people should definitely come. There's a there is an actually a, a early bird special right now that's available, which is only two ninety seven. The normal ticket is six ninety seven. So that saves you four hundred bucks if you hurry up and get it in the next two days. So um, so that's well, how you can I'm do it. Really quick. Because while we're um, 
while you were talking about that, we actually had somebody named Marsha call in that pr- the producer has on hold and we're ready to go to her. So um, that would be super awesome whenever you're ready to do that. And that early bird special sounds super awesome. So thanks for sharing that with everybody. It probably would be good if you would just repeat the um, a website for them to get those tickets. Sure. Again. It's called TheImpactEvent.com. And if people go on KenMacArthur.com, is that uh, an access to it as well? Yeah, sure. You can go to KenMacArthur.com forward slash events, and you can get a list of all all kinds of events that we're doing. Yeah, I mean, the reason I'm saying that, Ken, is because we have to take care of the Ken name. I mean, anytime we can drive traffic to the Ken name. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, people can do, uh, uh, you know, can find out more than they ever wanted to know if they just do a search for Ken MacArthur on uh, Google. (laughs) So so we're going to be going to break pretty soon. Marsha, can you ask the question that you have real quick? Uh, Hello? Yes, do you have a question for Ken? Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not Ken, I'm Marsha. I just wanted to um, talk about impact, just the whole fact that Patsy introduced me to Ken Rochon, and I reconnected with you at Author 101, it turns out I you now are my publisher, yeah. so um, okay. talk about impact, <laughs> pretty huge, and also I love Moana, she's great. Absolutely. Well, Ken yeah, McCarthy, Moana's you're, a fantastic person. Ken, you're going you're gonna to meet Marsha. Well, Ken, uh, you're going to meet Marsha Merrill uh, next week because she actually won the tickets for the, uh, for the first question. Oh, that's question. fantastic. I'm really looking Thank forward you. to that. That is really, really great. Okay, Can't well. Wait to meet you in person. We yeah, are, we've got lots of people to introduce you to, uh, just some fantastic people coming to this event, and uh, they'll be really, really special. Uh, people, it'll impact your life forever, I think. Great. I agree. So here's we got three minutes till break, and I think we should do the rapid fire. And, Ken, there is a chance you're going to be in the second uh, half hour, so we're holding out on that during the break. So I will, uh, I'll ask the first question. Uh, what, what book had the biggest impact on you? Well, uh, my book had the biggest impact on me, I think because I wrote it and because uh, it was so close to my soul, you know. It's uh, called Impact, How to Get Noticed, Motivate Millions, and Make a Difference in a Noisy World. And you can just do a search on Ken MacArthur forward slash impact or go to KenMacArthur.com if you want to get that Ken in there for sure. And um, that's had a huge impact on me, a book that I didn't write that uh, that kind of uh, just uh, knocked me on my, uh, my face a little bit uh, just as last week was a book called Sapiens. And Sapiens is a very interesting read about the history of uh, Homo sapiens, which is uh, humanity itself. And if you're looking for something, if you're a thinker, and if you're not too terrified about what reality is and, and the reality of life, it's a really interesting read, and that might be uh, just a, an interesting resource for people if they want to read that book. Okay, before someone else goes, I just want to say I have to correct you because you're probably the only guest I've had to correct on the show, but you said thinker, and what you meant to say, I think, is if you like Think Ken, then that's the kind of book you want to be reading. All right, so let's go, so let's go, let's go to Todd. Todd, you're next. Go for it. Hey, Ken, Todd Thomas. Uh, all this talk about the impact made me think of uh, a, a holiday season movie I just recently watched, and I think you might uh, say that definitely uh, reflects that. How about uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, I love that movie. You know, that's that's the story of how 
how we can relive our life and how we don't realize the impact that we have. And, and uh, this is such a wonderful season to think back on that movie. I always think about that movie. It's a fantastic uh, movie and a, and, a, and a fantastic sentiment. You know, that movie, interestingly enough, was not very successful when it first came out. And, no, it wasn't. Um, and that just shows that uh, what you can do through persistence, if you just hang around and keep showing up uh, every Christmas season and, and doing your thing, people will notice eventually. So I think that's a fantastic example of impact. I totally agree, Andrea. Go ahead. Well, I, I was in the musical It's a Wonderful Life, so I have to really quick say, It's a wonderful <laughs> life, the season for giving. And um, let's see. So I want to know what the punchline is to your favorite joke. I don't want another joke, just the punchline. <laughs> oh, gee. Um, <clears throat> the three-foot building in uh, Meridian, Mississippi. <laughs> so you'll have to wonder about that. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, that is funny. It's actually a 17-story building on a three-foot lot. Look it up. It's kind of interesting. All righty, then. All right. Well, I think uh, we want to make sure we get this out on social media tomorrow, um, if possible, Todd. So uh, how do people, again, uh, book for the event? Uh, Go to theimpactevent.com, theimpactevent.com. Too easy. Too easy to remember. So we're going to cut to break right now, and we'll be back. And Ken, hold on. All right? Thank you. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Higher education faces lots of changes. If you are a student, educator, or in the workforce, you'll want to tune into Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Your host, Dave Goldberg, and his guests will explore the innovations that higher education adopts as it reinvents itself. The world of higher education is constantly changing. Stay on top and stay ahead of the rest. Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. 
Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right. Welcome back. We had a, a really fun two-minute break there. We were talking about how it's 5 o'clock somewhere and that we can't wait till after this show because we're all going to drink a Heineken uh, beer <laughs> to salute the impact <laughs> that Heineken has had on the world. And, uh, you know, I, I have a question for you, uh, Ken. Just uh, Let's talk a little geography. Uh, I'm guessing your favorite country in the world is Kenya. Have you ever been to uh, Kenya? Or what's the, I have what's your not name? been to Kenya. You know, but but you're having a real kinetic impact. I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, I don't think I've laughed this much in a long, long time. Maybe you can do the top ten places you. The top places, uh, ten places I've been. Yeah, the top ten places. (laughs) (laughs) The top ten places. Yeah. Well, I've been a lot of places over the course of my life. Uh, Yeah. That's it. That's really interesting. Uh, well, what's a place that you would, for a loop? Well, what's a place that? Well, what's yeah, a place that has had a high? I've been. Uh, well, not just that. Which places place? where I was raised on the western slope of Colorado uh, from uh, from an early age. I was actually born in Memphis, Tennessee, but I never lived there. I moved to Mississippi, then I moved to Florida, then I moved to. Colorado, then I moved to Washington, D.C. From there, I moved to Fort Dix, New Jersey. (laughs) Then I moved to Princeton, New Jersey. And then I moved to, um, let's see, uh, Lakeland, Florida, and then Tampa, Florida, and then out to California. And I lived in Pasadena and Burbank and uh, Hollywood. And then I moved from there to the Ozarks, and from there I moved uh, back to Pennington, New Jersey, and then I moved to uh, wonderful uh, Newtown, Pennsylvania, and now finally Richboro, Pennsylvania. And I think I've been here now for almost 20-something years now, so <laughs> at least I settled down a little bit. That's a lot of places. Well, I thought with how many places you were going to name that you were at least going to name Kentucky. Jesus. <laughs> I passed through Kentucky. <laughs> well, I, at that point, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, it's been forsaken that you're even in one place for uh, 20 years. That's crazy. <laughs> so, Can you just so, stop and, and put down some roots here, right? So how, how, how come you were named Ken? What was the reason your parents named you Ken? I was actually named Ken after my um, 
my father's middle name, and he was, uh, and also for my uh, my great uncle who formed the School of Agriculture at the uh, the University of Minnesota. So, <laughs> so you yeah. you've been in, so you've been in business a, a, quite a while. I'm sure there yeah. were times that uh, you had adversity and you had to overcome some obstacles. Do you want to share a time when wow. it just didn't seem? You know, I, I think I think business can be a struggle any day, and I think the biggest part of the struggle of business is just the fact that you have to get up every day and you have to have that attitude that even though the odds are oftentimes stacked against us having success at any moment, that the the opportunities for success are actually actually limitless, you know. So every day I get up and I think, you know, is anybody out there? Is anybody listening to me? Does anybody really care about what I'm talking about? And I know people on this uh, radio show have felt that uh, before, you know, deep in their soul, where they they get up every day and they work really really hard and and there's no response. It's like they're shouting out into the wind and and it's just blowing back in their face. With, with no sustenance coming back to them. Uh, but the truth is, if you get on an airplane, as I know you do, uh, Ken, so many times uh, <laughs> during the year, uh, I always get uh, the window seat because I like to look out as I take off from the city or land in the city, and you can see all of these little ants scurrying around, and you realize that every person down there is an opportunity to make a connect- connection with that. <laughs> To, to make very a nice. connection, to make an impact, to um, to actually have an opportunity to do something together to make the world a better place, and so I get excited about that because it's not just you know hundreds of uh, people uh, you know that we have opportunities to work with. It's thousands, or it's millions, or it's billions. There are getting close to seven billion people in the world right now, and we can reach across the span the span of of the world. You know, across oceans, I have friends uh, that are scattered all around the world. I mean, somebody picked up my book in Singapore off of a bookshelf. That's kind of hard to imagine. When I was growing up, you know, I didn't think I was going to be able to have that kind of an impact. Uh, my my book showed up in Chinese and and uh, was in a, a library in Beijing. And 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 you're thinking, you know, how many people have been impacted that I don't know. Uh, that I've touched at all, and I think it's true for all of you uh, that that uh, you're impacting people every single day. And you know what? I, t- I talked about doing that event where we asked people about who had the biggest impact in their life. In a lot of cases, those people weren't even aware that they had that impact. And as a matter of fact, since it was just an encouraging word at the right time. You know, we don't think about that much every day. You know, we when we say to somebody, you can get through this, we don't think much about it. But there was a teenage um, mother that uh, somebody just said, you know, you can get through this uh, at a time when she felt like, you know, her life was over. And, and there, 20-something years later, she had just celebrated the, the graduation of her daughter. She'd gotten through it. She'd had a... Another life created, and, and boy, was her life impacted by just the fact that somebody said, you know, uh, this isn't the end of the world. This is something that you can get through, and and uh, we can all say those kinds of things every single day, and we do, and we don't think about it much, but that impact lasts forever. Well, Ken, one, one well, of the things the, I do... 
I do want to thank him really quick, though, for being very well-spoken. And, uh, oh, spoken. Excuse me, let me rephrase how I would say. Um, and, and really, because, you know, you've been really sharing about how the impact of people who've been stricken with fear have really yeah. been able to have that impact from you so that they can become awakened. Hey, I'm getting good at this. <laughs> She's been storing those up, Kim. <laughs> I, I, I know. She was, she was actually going to probably burst pretty soon with a ton of them if I, we didn't let her share that. So I do want to I want to divert to something. Uh, for one topic that I love is social proof. And yeah. the study of social proof is when uh, a person, for instance, is homeless and they might be freezing and they, they have needs and no one, everyone ignores them. But all of a sudden when one person, it could be another homeless person, takes time to care about them, it causes a reaction uh, yeah. to the community that this is, uh, that, that there's something to see there. And then when a, a, a second person helps, then all of a sudden there's a movement to actually aid this one person who's in need. And I find that, that quite the phenomenon, the social phenomenon. And yeah, the, uh, the reason I bring that up, Ken, is uh, something is really hitting my heart hard hard right now about uh, the Dakota pipeline and, and the uh, indigenous uh, Americans that are being affected by the, the sacred burial grounds that are being swept up from them and uh, the, the way they're being treated as almost animals and that they that the, the indigenous population in the United States has the highest proportion of uh, people that actually serve in the military to protect our freedom. So it, the ironies are outrageous and, and the fact that they have a treaty and I you know, we don't have to go down this conversation, but I just, I just want to bring up that that is such a huge impact that's happening right now that because people are coming to the aid, and we're talking about celebrities, um, uh, veterans are coming to the aid, it might actually shift whether we have a catastrophic oil spill in the Mississippi and uh, destroy so, many, uh, so much natural life as well as uh, just affect uh, the populations that need that natural water. Yeah. What do you think about? Well, that? you know, you know that 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 brings out a huge point about impact. You know, so many times we're overwhelmed by by the enormity of the need in the world. You know, and we think that we can't have an impact because, you know, how can we solve all of these people's problems? And it's individual stories that make the real impact because you know we all realize that there are thousands of people that starve to death or there are thousands of people that are going through horrific things, but thousands of people don't impact us personally. Personal stories impact um, ourselves, you know, personally. Um, you know, we did that event in Philadelphia, and what we did was we adopted a, a young man by the name of Jeremiah, and Jeremiah was a guy that had almost committed suicide in um in Chicago, but he'd gotten through it with the help of uh, some friends. And as a young man, he went back to help kids that were at risk of suicide. And we we actually adopted uh, Jeremiah and his story because telling one story is so much more powerful than it is just to say teen suicide is a horrible, horrible disaster. And we were able to get a simple message of hope out to 30 million people in 30 days to tell people exactly what they could do in the case of of, uh, of situations where they heard about somebody or, or or became aware of somebody that was considering suicide, uh, you know, what do you do in those kinds of situations? And uh, that's the kind of impact that we can have. I mean, that literally saved 
lives. I mean, there are people alive uh, today because that impact was made. And that's just a choice that we make to take uh, one person's story and to amplify that in powerful, powerful ways. So you can take... Uh, the story of an individual that's being affected by that pa- that pipeline, or you can take a story of an individual who is on the streets in, in Baltimore. Um, but whenever we can bring the power of story uh, to the conversation, then it touches us in a way that, uh, that we can't even imagine, you know, to make it real for us and to make it real for other people. You know, uh, I think that comment you made in the first segment about uh, people want to feel significant. They don't always know how they can feel significant. So when you have a leader that rises, uh, someone who is a power of one type of thinker, a, a person who believes in uh, the possibility of change, they can say something like, hey, if you don't like the pipeline, then why don't you hurt the pe- people that are affected by the pipeline being built, which would be big banks. And there was a gentleman that uh, put a video up that I, I posted on my page and just said, hey, these are the six banks, Citibank, Bank of America, um, Wells Fargo, et cetera. Um, go to those banks, close your bank account, and go over to open up a, a what is it, the bank account? What other bank account is there? Um, shoot, I'm losing my mind here. <laughs> uh, to, to take it away from those banks and, and, and give it to a, a bank that actually is owned by the members. So yeah. that And so th- that was really a brilliant video because it had a course of action. It was a very simple course of action. Right. And it, and it hit the people that were causing the pain or, or having the greed. And uh, I, I just thought that was really beautiful. I was, those I was are the powerful, that, powerful kinds of things that, that can be done. And it's a choice, you know. Uh, that's the big point of the Impact Factor movie is you have a choice. Uh, you can choose to do nothing or you can choose to do something. Uh, you can choose to use all that we know about art, science, and technology to spread a message and to to get uh, hope out to millions of people, which is what we really need. We really need hope and direction and leadership uh, that will take us in a positive way. Uh, But you have a choice as a person to sit there and do nothing and say, I'm overwhelmed, I can't help, Uh, there's nothing I can do, or to realize that you're going to impact people whether you want to or not, and then make that choice to uh, to go out and do something meaningful, or to educate yourself and about in the ways that you can have a bigger impact and and influence other people. Because uh, every person that we can touch and and we can move in a huge direction, you know, um, then the more powerful that is. I think about the the situation with Hitler. Not to overdo it, but. But if somebody had encouraged him to be an art student, maybe we wouldn't have had as much uh, grief in the world as we had during World War II. So, you know, um, it's just those small little actions that can make a huge difference. Well, there was a, a fascinating story in a, in a trivia book that uh, that he was about to die in France and someone took him in and actually had a relationship with him. There's a child as a result of that and brought him back to health and all that, all these things, time and space caused obviously yeah. the, the unfortunate to happen. So I, I want to identify you and I will be doing that live uh, when I speak Monday as a power of one person. And I call that uh, like the, the ultimate person that brings community together, brings thought leaders together has an event that has almost an infinite number of ripples that will almost be impossible to count. So when you bring 
100, 200, how many people come to Baltimore. And all these people have all these different conversations. Most people would agree none of those conversations would exist if it hadn't been for the opportunity and the vision of you actually taking the action to cause this event to happen. And, and that these, the, the, you're creating a culture that follows you to actually build this event so it tips bigger and bigger as time goes on. Uh, my, my, I'm putting you on the spot here, but I just made a, a statement that I saw a video that if someone uh, went and closed their bank account, and the, the $300 word is credit union. So anyone that says the word credit union uh, will, will get a free ticket to this event. But would you be open to giving tickets to anyone that said, I also closed my account at Wells Fargo Citibank and moved it to a credit union as, a, as showing an impact for the Dakota Pipeline? Would that make you uncomfortable, or is that something we could uh, add as, a, as a price? You got a deal. <laughs> we'll okay. go for Cause, it. Because that, that takes roughly an hour to an hour and a half from what the guy in the video said. He, you have to drive over, close the account, and, then you, and you're doing this actually by showing it on the phone. And it would cause actually a movement and a sphere of influence of at least 100 per person that did it. So just as a human experiment, and, and uh, it's something I believe in, which is the, the indigenous people having their rights and, and being treated humanely. And also being acknowledged as, as real true American citizens that have made our country better. So that, that's something I wanted to do, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Um, any opportunity that we can have, you know, when people show up to an event like this, uh, lives change. That there is no doubt about it, and and it doesn't just change for the moment. It's not just you know those three days that that you're there live at the event. It's those relationships that count that uh, last for years and years. I mean, I still have people coming to my events uh, all of these years later. I think of uh, Richard Rossbauer, who has just turned 90 years old and came to my very, very first event, still coming to my events, you know, 10 years later. Um, and uh, that's an impact on a person's life. If they're doing that, there must be a reason they keep coming back year after year. Well, I have uh, one final question. It's more of a, uh, I guess, a longer question. Then I'd like to go back to the round robin and just learn as much as we can about you in the remaining four minutes that we have of the show. So 2017 is around the corner. And uh, what would you say are some of the smartest ways that you can have a bigger impact in 2017? What are the things you shift? What are recommendations you make that would uh, cause a bigger 2017? I think one of the most important skills that we can develop is to listen. You know, people are telling us every single day, uh, you know, what they need and how we can help uh, those people. If only we were actually listening instead of telling people exactly, uh, you know, what we think they should have or what they we think that they should do. I mean, I have a, a page at KimMcArthur.com forward slash help, which is a list of all of the different ways that I think that I can help somebody. But if we actually listen to people and we, and, we, uh, and we talk to those people and have a real conversation with those people, then we can, uh, we can have such a big, uh, big impact. And the other thing that I think is that in addition to listening, that we ought to be thinking about putting other people first. You know, the biggest rewards I've ever had in my life have been when I've been not thinking about myself, but thinking about another person. Uh, because we all want to hang around people uh, that are thinking about us first, right? And we all want to hang around people that are, are positive and uplifting. And I've been blessed for so many years uh, at the impact events to 
uh, be surrounded with people that are so much better than I am. Uh, I mean, I get a lot of credit because people come to these events. They feel the uh, they feel this kind of an aura around the whole event where everybody is lifting everybody else up and everybody is supporting each other. And I get a lot of credit for that atmosphere. But the truth is, I just surround myself with people that are quality. If you can associate and work with people like Ken Rashan and, and the amazing team that uh, Ken has put together, if you can work with uh, people that uh, Ken and I know that uh, have impacted you know thousands, if not millions of people, people uh, and you can kind of raise the level of your own game you can you can meet people that can make you even better than you are right now just because they can make you aware of the possibilities uh, we always think that our life is limited to just the small area around us the community that we have the five miles of city hall in philadelphia like the movie the impact factor where we think that's all that the the possibilities are but the truth is possibilities are endless and uh, and we can do so much more working together than we ever could apart well i'm going to play a quick ken card so my quen- my ken card is being you and answering the question as just a third a third thing which yeah. is to take action yeah uh, a lot of people look at uh, the possibility of what can happen and they try to perfect it or they try to have the reason it has to look a certain way and a lot of times it's just taking a, an action and causing other people to just take an action. And, and here's, uh, the, here's the other part of that, Ken, and, and that is to take action all the way to completion because people are taking action every day. You know, we breathe in, we breathe out. Uh, and so we're all taking some kind of action. But if you can take action all the way to completion, that's huge. And if you can even modularize it so that you can use it again, make it reusable, uh, that's an even bigger impact. And if we can speed up the amount of time that we uh, take action, can we actually make decisions in a more rapid way? We can gain leverage that way. Uh, so there's so much that we can do once we decide to take action. But, of course, like you said, Ken, the the first step is to, to take action and to do something because that's what I've seen over and over and over again. People who are successful at anything are the people that are doing things. They may fail a lot of times. They may fail in huge, huge ways, but they get up, they work again, and if you're doing something, you're learning something, and if you're, if you're doing something, you're having a, an impact, and we always can figure out how to make it better, how to make it faster, how to make it more leveraged, if we're actually getting out there and doing things. If we don't get out there and proactively take action, things happen to us. So things just fall on us, and uh, that can be very, very painful. So I encourage you to take the positive action to make a difference. Well, I will say that our time has gone by way too quick, so we're going to finish really quickly with just uh, a couple questions. I want to give an opportunity for you to share the website and... Go ahead and do that right now. Where's, where can people buy the tickets for the event? The impactevent.com. Early bird special going on right now. Don't miss this. It's amazing, amazing people. And they're sharing their best ideas how you can reach millions of people. Uh, this is perfect for authors, speakers, musicians, artists, business people. Uh, anybody that wants to reach millions of people with their ideas, products, or services, this is the perfect event for them. And the, and the people that are at this event that are speaking as well as the people that he's attracting are phenomenal. One person can change your life. I uh, will also just say that there will be a scholarship 
for uh, people. Uh, we'll give a couple scholarships away for people to come to the event that can convince us that going to this event would make a difference in their life and they would make a difference in community. So that will be just a bonus. We have literally 30 seconds. Andrea, quick question, quick answer. Ken, go ahead. Uh, yes. So my question is, is if you had to pick a famous movie star to be in the Impact movie right now that would make the most impact, who would that be? <laughs> oh, boy. That's, that's, uh, that's a pretty hard one. I, I have some... Uh, uh, I have some favorite actresses. Let's get Meryl Streep in this movie. <laughs> Ooh, Meryl Streep. Cool. All right. Todd, you get to ask Todd, last question, quickly. Wow. Uh, that made me think of uh, of who else that you would have. I mean, since you said Meryl Streep, we've got a, uh, I'd like to know the uh, the male actor that, that you had on your mind. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, let's drag uh, Kevin Costner out of uh, out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, and, and your favorite quote? My favorite quote you, quote is "You make a difference whether you want to or not." Okay, and uh, your favorite Kenism? <laughs> well, my 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 favorite Ken twin is uh, Ken Rashawn. Can't get any better than that. Oh come on, that was that was too much of a. <laughs> Ain't uh, even right. All right. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what. Next time we will not meet at the Waffle House. We will meet at Dunn Ken Donuts. How about that? All right, that, that sounds good. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you next week in uh, at the Radisson Hotel in Baltimore. The event is yeah, Monday, absolutely. Tuesday, and Wednesday. And Everybody Ken, come out and join us. I am so proud of what you're creating, and I'm looking forward to being a part of as many of the 30 events you're going to do next year, as well as uh, anything I can do to help make that movie better. And I will get her the, the horn immediately after this, uh, this radio show and call Meryl and see what we can do to get her on. All right? All right. Sounds, sounds fantastic. Thanks so much. All right. Ken McCarthy, you've been amplified. God bless you. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.